Tony, another weekend, another week goes by, another week of hockey goes by. We're still here. We are. The, the Stanley Cup has not been awarded, so thank you to all of our listeners that didn't watch any of the games. I know you guys didn't. I know <laughs> they you might. Didn't. There's a few that have. There's a few that I'm have. sure they have. You know. kidding. But I, if, if we want to go over that, let's start with that. If we want to go over that, I'm out already with my assumptions, saying that, the, saying that it was going to be Tampa in five. I had a chance last night. No, Tampa lets me down. <laughs> and Dallas moves on to force a game six. They do. I was, uh, now, I was Tony, surprised. on the other hand. Did I say double overtime or triple overtime? You, said double. you said, said double. You said double. I don't think you would have said triple because triple is very rare. Man. I, you said double. Man, if I said double overtime, then yeah, I should go play some lottery. Because yeah, I, was, I was watching that last night. Should have been on like, that, that FanDuel shit, man. Could have made some money. Could have. That would have been pretty crazy. Man, Tony. Got to go back and actually listen to that episode and figure out what my yeah. predictions actually were. Because I did say that Vasilevsky was going to have two shutouts, I think. So, technically, I'm, I'm screwed as well. Yeah, but you are more. But you did say one game was going to go to double overtime. You said there was going to be two overtime games. And I yep. think uh, game four went into overtime as well. There was Yeah, there was another overtime game. Yeah, it was the one before it. And that went into a single overtime. And that was when Tampa Bay won it. They won 3-2. to two. And now last night... Dallas wins in a double overtime, so Tony's rocking and rolling here. We got Man. Game Six coming up on Monday, and if Tampa Tampa takes it takes it all, Game Four was overtime. Yeah. So they did. Yeah, there've been two overtime games there you right, go. so far. And you said one was going to go into double. So right now, I mean, you're about ninety percent correct on everything. Pretty, if Tampa wins it, the only thing you weren't close on is Vasilevsky's. Uh, uh, shutouts. shutouts, but I, I mean, come on, you know, you know, that's that's a rough one, especially considering they're playing against Dallas. It's just weird. I don't know. The I was thinking about it. I mean, I was thinking about it listening to our other podcast where it is one of those series is where I think Tampa again. We've we've talked about it, but Tampa is better. But I'm like, oh, I mean, like Dallas could win it. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, I picked Tampa could, to win, yeah. right? Yeah, but like, if if Dallas gets a couple of coin flips, you know, a couple more. Yeah. Then who's to say? You know, like I could see it. I could on it. Like this is just. Oh this yeah. Is, if there were ever, if there was ever a year where it's just completely kind of up to chance, like there, like a the roll of the dice could fucking change the course of a game. It could be this year. I'm like it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. It's a good. It's a. It's a very good series. Very in, our, in the sport itself is pretty fucking crazy as far as like it's driven there's a healthy dose of luck involved yeah in hockey i will say this like some teams when they have the momentum just the luck goes your way because you have the momentum everything it's 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 almost like a a, you know a force a force that you can't explain yeah they're like making the luck at that point yeah that's like the weird combination of yeah it's like wow do they have like magnets in their sticks exactly like what the fuck is going on dude like it's unreal, man. It's unreal. I like so, how I put this in the holder only to just like hold the holder now. Well, you know, let me tell you something to our to our listeners out there. Tony walked in and he says he's really tired. 
So right now he has his microphone in the stand and his head is resting on his other hand when he doesn't have his coffee in his hand. It was a little bit ago. It was a little bit ago. And you were talking to me with your eyes closed. (laughs) All right. Whatever. So I'm like, well, you know, so Tony's doing a... So don't don't let his voice fool you. Had a very relaxing weekend, okay? He's he's kicking back, man. Very relaxing day. Did nothing yesterday. (laughs) Absolutely I, uh, nothing yesterday. Start Hell yeah. the new job tomorrow. So yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So then you need it to. A, yeah. It was a transition period. Yeah. You need to. Weekend, right. You know. See, I took it the other way. So I went to Oktoberfest last <laughs> night. <laughs> Two bars, German bars. Tom was like, "I'm just gonna go out and drink pints of beer." Like I did not drink beer. I, I drank Ooh, too really? much beer on Friday, so last night was whiskey again. Hmm. You, I got you all celebrated Oktoberfest drinking whiskey. I'm only. I'm only. I'm very. Minimal German, you know. What is wrong with you? Come on, man. You ask me that every podcast, and I don't think that it's always about something different. And listen, oh yeah. See, now you're getting to know every time. I'm gonna go through all of our old podcasts, like probably like let's. You know what? I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to because I don't want to actually have to do it. Go through all the old podcasts and just cut out the bits of me asking what's wrong with. Oh yeah, yeah. What's wrong about like. The random shit yeah. that I asked you. I'm so random. You're never gonna be. Able, nobody will ever be able to fi- figure me out. I'm an enigma. So, game six on uh, Monday. On Monday. Yep. So, do you think uh, Tampa is gonna do it with these momentum swings? You know, it's back and forth. Yeah, I still think Tampa is gonna win. I think, I think so Tampa. Too. I I think Tampa will close it out in six. Yeah. If they don't close it out in six, well. Then I don't know. A game seven would be great. Say, yeah, then I, I mean, no yeah, idea. it's a 50-50 chance at that point, I guess. <laughs> two, the two best words in sports. Game seven. Game so, seven. You know, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think Tampa closes it out. Yeah. Because they know. No, Dallas has Dallas is at home, right? Because Tampa yes. was at home yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, still Tampa. Okay. Tampa's now, still going to win. I, I didn't watch much of the game last night. Like I said, they had it on at a Hofbrauer house, but I couldn't see it. Was Stammers playing last game? I don't know. I, I fell asleep during the game. All right. <laughs> I know he played in game four, and he scored uh, his first goal on he's, his first shot, and only shot. First goal, first shot. And it means off the ice, and it's like, I'm done. Yeah. And Let me, to be I'll honest, to be honest, that goal, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a shit goal, dude. Oh, no, it was... It was... Opposite corner, top cheese, nipping titties all day long. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And like step side uh, side step to hit too, just burned in there. Beat Hudobin over the shoulder. It was beautiful. Stamkos, uh, he did play last night. No, he did not play last night. What does not look like it? I don't think so. Well, he got his one game in the Stanley Cup Finals. So if Tampa Bay win, I think they did it for that reason. Because you need to play at least one game in the Stanley Cup Finals or a certain amount of playoff games in order to get your name on the Stanley Cup. So He did not play last night. Okay. So they got the one game in. So if he if they do win it, he will be able to get his name on the Cup. That, that'd be super sneaky. Right? That'd be kind of crazy. Well, but the thing is, like I said, he still scored, and he still scored though, too. He did. He so it wasn't like, like hey, he hey just... Guys. Took a shift. It was like he took a shift around and like just didn't do anything. (laughs) Just did a lap. Yeah, just did a lap and got off. No, no. Took one face off. He came in and he's 100% shooting on that game. 
Which is ridiculous. It's like, give me the puck. I'm going to shoot yeah. every possible time I can. And all it, all, it take, all it took was one. <laughs> For real. It was. It was a dirty, dirty goal. Oh, shit. I forgot to shut that off. Sorry. Sorry to the listeners. That was... So that what Game four was... Game four was the the 5-2 five, five game, correct? Oh, no. Uh, game three was the 5-2. Game four went in overtime. Game four went in overtime. Game three was where I was like, ooh. Yeah. They were up 3 uh, nothing after the first period. And then game four, yeah. Game four was one of those, like, it's like, ooh, that could be a, could be a yeah. nail in the coffin going up 3-1. That one I did not see because I was at... I was I was playing hockey Friday night, and we were drinking beer out in the parking lot, so I missed that whole game. You know, I didn't see that one either. Did you see game uh, game four? No, I was uh, in the city hanging out we with are my just, cousin. We are just awful. Hey, hey we're a, we're a Blackhawks podcast, okay? We're a Blackhawks know, podcast. Again, we're going to go again of, and say this again, but we're with still... With a bunch of other stuff. Tony's the one that's like, hey, we're hockey. We're fans of the sport, but bigger fans of the Blackhawks. We are. We are fans Super of the sports, seat. you know. We are fans of the sport, but it just so happens that the team that we root for is not in the playoffs, and yeah, you know, it's hard to get motivated uh, sometimes. It really is. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you know. So Stanley Cup Finals are on their way. Somebody will be assigned the Stanley Cup, which is great. And unfortunately, now I'm off my vacation, so if it happens on Monday, I'm gonna have to stay up late and watch that game. I'm going to have to see it. Because I, I want to see someone get issued the Stanley Cup. In an empty arena. What? In an, in an empty arena. Hey, you know, whatever. Do you think Do you think the special effects people boo Batman when he walks out? Oh, I hope they play it. That'd I hope they funny. play like a recorded uh, thing of it, yeah. Be like, at, <laughs> we got to ask the fans today. Be like, hey, can uh, you guys send us um, footage or whatever of you guys audio. booing? Yeah, audio. audio. Yeah. Audio video of you guys booing. No problem. Or you know how they show like some of the fans in like the squares. Yeah, do that. Yeah, and just show them, like <laughs> booing whoever you know the Dallas you fans or Tampa Batman. fans. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be great. So let's let's stay on the playoffs here, Tony. I, I wrote a few things down for our podcast here. See, Tom, which Tom's getting to be the prepared one. Well, I should because Tony does pretty much everything. He does he does all the audio. He puts you know puts in the the songs at the beginning, the end. Edits and everything, so I should I should. <laughs> what am I What am I trying to say? I should provide a little bit more Con- on my contribute. End, you know, yeah, contribute a little bit more. It's it's a two way street. It's like a relationship. You know what I mean? And I'm not carrying my weight, Tony. That's what I feel. <laughs> That's what I feel. So, I I found this thing on Facebook, and yeah. I found this fascinating. Like for playoff wins for a goalie, career playoff wins for a goalie, and the most ridiculous thing came up. So Crawford. Has 52. Now, this is by franchise also, I got to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, most most playoff wins for a goalie per franchise. Okay. Seattle Kraken. Zero. Zero. So, Corey Crawford right now Vegas leads Lakes. the Blackhawks Mark for Lakers. most playoff wins for a goalie for the Chicago Blackhawks at 52. Okay. You got Jerry Cheevers on Boston with 53. I'm just going to give the big ones here. Chris Osgood was at a respectable 67. Grant Fuhrer, 74 for... Chris Edmonton. Osgood for Detroit? Detroit. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Patrick Waugh. Colorado? Um, I, I think they have him under Colorado. Hold on, let me check. This is a bitch. Where's Colorado? Oh, there it is. Yeah, Patrick Waugh with 81. Jesus. Okay. That's pretty good. And you got Billy Smith for New York Islanders with 88. He was the crazy goalie. He 
used to hack and whack everyone. Okay. You got to look him up. He's he's freaking psycho. Now, for let's say active goalies, you know you got Mark Andre Fleury, sixty two. That's pretty good. Where is he though? Because he's played with a couple of different teams. They put him on uh, for Pittsburgh. So is that sixty two wins with Pittsburgh? Or is I, that including his wins with Vegas? Uh, it says it says playoff goalie win leaders by franchise. So I'm guessing that these are the goalies that have led the franchises in most playoff wins right now. Okay. The winner, though, by a long fucking margin, is Martin Brodeur with 113 playoff wins. It's ridiculous. It's I, I mean, that record is not going to be broke. It's not going to be broke. I'm sorry. That would be... You would need to... Because Fleury's at the end of his... Oh, here's Marc-Andre Fleury. They got him on here twice. 62 for uh, Pittsburgh. 19 for um, Vegas. So that's, what, 81? That's a lot. Yeah, that's 81. But that's still not... He's still not going to get up to 113. Still, yeah, 30 away. 30 away, and he's he's at the end of his career, man. Watch him play two or three more really good years with Seattle. Watch him go up to Seattle with that expansion <laughs> team. And see, yeah. I don't know. It wouldn't but, be with one franchise, but he no. could challenge it. But, I mean, I do you not find that mind-blowing? That Mart- I mean, Martin Brodeur was a great goalie. I know it was in, like, the end transition, and they played the trap and everything. But still, that's I mean, those are ridiculous numbers. Yeah, he Martin Brodeur, Martin Brodeur is uh I don't know, he's weird. He's one of those goalies you're like he won't. Yeah, he won't ever be no, He's like he the Gretzky, the he's the Gretzky of goaltending. Doesn't he hold the shutout streak? Yeah, he does. Also or the not streak, but the shutout record. Yeah. So, I think he in like the Mariano playoffs, Rivera. I think in the playoffs uh Martin Brodeur has like 10 or 12 career playoff shutouts. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, but also at the same time, I said that Vasilevsky was going to have a couple of shutouts in one series. So. Right, exactly. But I mean, yeah. that's still that, that's ridiculous. Like I said, I think he's he's the Gretzky. There's he's the Gretzky of goaltending. There's going to be records of his that will never be broken. You know. Yeah, it would take ten years of ten win playoffs. Yeah. For a goalie to get yeah. to a hundred, and he's, you said he has a hundred and thirteen. Hundred and thirteen. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And who knows? I mean, in that ten years, that whole t- whatever team you're on, that team could take a shit and not well, make yeah, the playoffs provided, for two, three years. Look at the right, Blackhawks. Right. That's provided the the team you know? goes every yeah. year and actually has deep runs. Ten right. wins is going to get you into the conference final. Correct. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. It's a lot. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's going to take. Uh, that's going to take a bit. Now that we're on goaltending, though, I looked up another thing, Tony. I got to go back on the Facebook and find it. Talking Tom, about Tom's a lookup machine. Yeah, not not that not that good. But they were talking about the available goalies. I think we touched on it a few uh, episodes ago. The available yeah. goalies for the Blackhawks that we were that we were thinking about. How do we do this now? The whole new Facebook thing has got me. Uh, the revamp of it, or whatever the fuck it is, it's really pissing <laughs> me off. Tom doesn't. His user experience has gone down significantly since the update. Right. Okay, these are the 2020 NHL free agency top 10 available goaltenders. I'm going to name them off, Tony, and you got to tell me which you would think would be... I, I mean, let's. we're not going to talk about re-signing Crawford, because Crawford is on there. Okay. But out of all the goalies, so there's going to be nine. Okay. Which one you think would f- 
suit the Blackhawks the best okay. going into this next uh, next like free agency. All right. So you got at number ten. We're gonna do a countdown like uh, the Late Show. Number ten, you got Brian Elliott from Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. Number nine, have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Aaron Dell from it looks like San Jose. Yep, San Jose. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Mm, okay. A ninety save percentage, two point seven six goals against. His record in one hundred seven games is forty eight thirty four and twelve. Okay. Does it have their ages on there? A thirty one year old. Is Aaron Dell. Let's see how old, uh, if they show it, they did not show how old Brian Elliott is. Oh, that's unfortunate. That kind of, it's kind of Number eight, and I really like this, because just like how Andre Fleury had a, you know, kind of a bang-out season with the, with the Las Vegas being as old as he is, I think this guy would be able to do the same thing. Unfortunately, our defense sucks, but Jimmy Howard is on the block from, okay. uh, from uh, whatchamacallit. If that was like two or three years ago, I might take a flyer, but now I don't know. Okay. 92 save percentage. It's not bad. Yeah. He has been in the league quite a while, though, so. Right. Longevity might be on his side. Statistics and all that. What else we got? Number seven. Cam Talbot from uh, Calgary. Does not show his age, though, unfortunately. I'm sorry. That's not bad. I don't know. Uh, Cam Talbot. I take Cam Talbot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's, it's it's uh, doable. Let's give it a little. Give it a little time here. Okay. Number six, Thomas Grice. Mm. Okay. Uh, Grice is eh, ninety-two save percentage. Thirty-four years old though. It's a bit old. And the man right now who is in uh, Stanley Cup Finals, Anton Hudobin. Mm, I don't know about that one. Hudoman went 16-8-4 with a 2.22 goals against average, 93 save percentage, and 17.8 goals saved above average in 30 appearances with Dale Stars this season. Yeah, I still don't know. I don't like the idea of chasing mm-hmm. someone who's done. I don't know. I just don't like that. <laughs> okay. Number uh, Corey Crawford is at number four. Okay, then. Guy Crawford at number four, so... Yeah, a, that guy's that guy's all right. I, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has seven point six goals saved above average and nine point seven six higher danger goals uh, saved above average, which ranked number one among goaltenders in the span. Not bad. His his numbers are pretty good. Numbers are pretty good, and he's got two Stanley Cups. Let's move on to number three, and you brought this guy up, Braden Holtby. I think he would be too expensive. You think so? Yeah. 31 years old, 92 save percentage. Postseason, 97% postseason save percentage. That sounds pretty high. That sounds too high. Or No, I'm sorry. Read it wrong. Let me rephrase. 92 save percentage in 97 postseason games. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of postseason games. That's pretty good. Number two, Jacob... Or Jakob Markstrom from Jakub. from uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, again, I don't know. He might be priced out of our range. Keep going. Yeah. And the number one right now on the chopping block, UFA for goalies, Robin Leonard. Yeah, we're not going to get Leonard. There, there, there are talks that he's going to sign with Vegas. Out of all these guys, 
that have their ages on here, he is the youngest at 29 years old. I don't know about the other guys that don't show their ages, but he's the youngest right now. I'd take a flyer on Cam Talbot. I think Cam yeah. Talbot's like 31, 32. Let me look. You go um, Cam, huh? Players. Fuck the players. Stupid ass. To be honest, I, I, I'd agree with you at Cam Talbot as well. The only thing that I don't like is I would rather have I would rather have um, uh, Robin Leonard, but out of all of them, yeah, Cam Talbot is close second. But I think he's a close second behind Crawford. I'd re-sign Crawford for numbers wise, age wise, and what we got going on. You know, I mean, yeah, if it were doable, but it's not doable, unfortunately. What re-signing Crawford? Oh, Crawford. I thought you that's were what I mean. About Leonard. Sorry. No, I'm no, no. At- I, I would want Leonard. Like that's as you put it, pipe dream. Cam Talbot is 33, so... Yeah. He's still younger than uh, Crawford. True. True, true. But true. not as much experience as Crawford has. I mean, and uh, not yeah. as much playoff experience, but he does have uh, the experience of going through the fucking media ringer out in Edmonton, so... <laughs> should be fine there. If he can get out of there with a little bit of PTSD, I'm sure. Yeah. He'll be fine. Um, Yeah... Cam Talbot's really the only name that, like, jumps out at me in that list that's, like, both doable, mm-hmm. you know, but also um, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we could probably sign him. Like, I think Holpe will be too expensive. It might take, like, a swing at trying to trade. I could see, I could hear people talking about it, them trying to trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. Really? So, yeah, Vegas is pretty much... The word on the street is Vegas is going to sign Leonard, but that's going to create a jam of goaltending. Right. Because, A, I think Fleury's hit is $7 million and they're trying to sign uh, Leonard to a 5x5. Five five. So, $5 million a year deal. For so, five years? Right. Five for five? Yeah. Wow. So, um, that's like, do you want a $7 million backup? They're going to try and trade him, I would assume. Right. Um. I can hear, I could see it kind of happening. I don't know what we would do. I would assume that Vegas would have to keep some cap space. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but you can yeah. take a flyer on that. Other than that, Aaron Dell, maybe, maybe. Um, he's been a serviceable backup in San Jose for the last right. couple of years. So you're looking to get a backup or a starter? We just need goaltending, dude. I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe both. I could honestly, I could see us signing like Aaron Dell and Crawford, both Crawford like, for one year, Aaron yeah. Dell for maybe, maybe like a, a three, couple, three. Yeah, like a three-year deal, both yeah. of them at like four million a piece or yeah. something like that. Eight do you think they hold a million dollar platoon in the back? Why do you not? think they hold on to Malcolm Subban? Do you think he's going to be trade bait this year in order to maybe accommodate for a better goaltending situation? Because let's, I mean, there might be a team out there that really doesn't need a backup goalie as much, but they need probably someone better than they have, and Malcolm Subban would actually fit that spot. It's true. Often when I see, I think when you see goalies get traded, it's for other goalies. You don't really see like yeah. other guys thrown know, like into Car- the mix. Carolina's not calling Chicago. They're like, hey, like we really need a backup, and that's it. Like I, I feel like goalies are more. You more so see swaps for goalies. You okay over there? Yeah, I, I, I smell. Do we do we need to? Uh... I'm not gonna reapply yet, man. Gotta get some sponsors. 
Yeah. <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get some people uh, giving us some money so Tom doesn't... Tom smells better, I guess. I was, I was cleaning, man, when I woke up this morning. Like I said, I was partying last night, too. But you went, I didn't yeah, shower. Passed out. I didn't do anything last night, so it's fine. See? Okay. Same way. So, I mean, there's, there's so many ways to go about it. We won't know until this... Until the playoffs stop, yeah. and then I think they have to jump right into. It is. It's like a week later. Oh my god! Stanley Cup's going to be awarded no later than really Wednesday. Don't give me that. Wednesday. All right. So I would like, say Wednesday because I, I don't think they're going to do back to back, and I think they're going to give them a day off between six and seven. So Wednesday at the latest, Monday tomorrow night at the soonest. Yes. You know? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna free agency and all that stuff's gonna start like second week of October, first yeah. or second week. Like, now have you come across anything like any not just for the Blackhawks, but anything else that uh, like maybe rumors starting that are like just crazy stuff? You're like, holy shit, you know? Um, no, I haven't really seen anything too too ridiculous. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, maybe... usually you see something like that, like rumor trade rumors and stuff like that, and I yeah. haven't seen anything. Uh, I could see, I saw, I think I heard or saw people might be, might be kicking the tires on Malkin. But other, no shit. But other than that, that's about it. Have you heard who's uh, kicking the tires on him? They said it was a pipe dream and I think it was the Rangers and I honestly don't remember where I heard it from. The Rangers, yeah. huh? Yeah, we'll see. I could see the Rangers do, the Rangers have the number one overall pick this year, so... Do they? Yeah. They're gonna... Do you know uh, who's... Uh, uh... Alexis Lafreniere. Okay. He's the projected number one yeah. overall. French Canadian. So what uh, we know position? He played down the middle. He sent <laughs> Tony's best in French impersonation. Yeah. It's actually pretty good, man. Yeah. For not being French at all. He <laughs> did <laughs> you gotta say it now. <laughs> Come on. He 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 get the puck. He he win. He go to defenseman. Go to defenseman. <laughs> you sound like you sound like the, uh, the goalie in uh, Slapshot. You go you go box. You feel shame, and then you sit two minutes, and then you go free. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> What else you got, Tommy? What else? Uh, on hockey, really nothing. Like I said, we just got to see how everything turns out. I mean, it's, it's. I wish I had more stuff, but the goaltending situations for the Blackhawks and for everyone else, and you know, just a few extra stats for the uh, for the goalies out there. That's ridiculous for their playoff wins and everything. But uh, I wanted to ask you a question. Seeing that I was, yeah. I had a few drinks last night, and I was thinking of this. Okay. And seeing that it was not drinking beer, so we're gonna we're gonna you know I guess we're unless hockey comes back in, you think of something. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you we're know. we're about halfway. We're 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 like twenty five minutes in. You know, the Hawks aren't in the playoffs. I think we talked adequately about what's going on. I think so. Yeah, there's pretty much all we all we can do right now. What, what else? What do you got, Tom? We still Let's believe go. Stan Bowman needs to be fucking fried. You know, <laughs> and I said fried, not fired. fired. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're still on that train. Let's. If you think about it like like uh, like a highway, right? If you think yeah. about it like a road trip, we still haven't gotten off for that one. So no, you know, that's that's that, that's a thought, constant. That thought still, you know, we're we're still cruising yeah. on. What's your highway of choice? Ooh, that's oh, we'll talk about that. 
in a minute, but you, you okay. can go first. He got very excited. I did. Yeah. Because I, I got to start writing stuff down again. I found, uh, I know, I know. Do you I, want to I see that time. No, Tom. Okay. It's, right. I got to put them in my phone. I found an old note Excuse of like me. one of the first iterations of the podcast we were doing, and there was a bunch of ideas. So I just got to get oh, back. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you had that written down. Yeah. I just got to get back to writing some ideas because there's this is one that I was thinking about, and it'll be good. It'll be good. All right. All right. You can start off, though, Tommy. So last night I was having a few drinks. Didn't do beer, like I said. Had too okay. much on Friday. Yeah. Now, when you go out drinking, let's say, let's say you go to like a swanky place and you want to, you know, you want to look like a badass, feel like a, uh, you know, like a, just make you feel a little more, what am I, yeah, what am I trying to say, you know? Worldly, cultured. Yeah, Worldly, culture, yeah, cultured. Yeah, just know, like a badass, makes you feel looking, cool. Yeah. Power move. Like what's, what's that, what's that drink, you know, it makes you feel more sophisticated. Ooh, okay. If I feel like if I am going to you go to a like, place, you're like, I can't just order like a Miller Lite. I got to get something good here. Uh, if I really want to like, what's the choice? Be a douche. If I, if I don't really care about that much about money, I do like Johnny Walker Double Black. Really? Like, just on the rocks? Yeah, neat. neat. Really? Neat. neat. Johnny Walker Neat. Can't do it. Johnny Walker Black Label. If they have Double Black, yeah, I'll do that. I, I just like a whiskey. Crown, I, I love Crown. I could drink Crown, but like I guess if yeah. I'm gonna, you know, be like, ooh, uh, it'd probably be, I would say, double, double black. Cause okay. I don't, I don't. So you don't do any of the uh, the fancy drinks? Uh, I'll do like an old fashioned. Uh, I'll fuck around with a white Russian. I like a good white Russian. All right, Lebowski. White Russian, black Russian, whatever. I prefer the white ones, but. <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, my, last night, man, I was doing Manhattan's. What's in that one again? Manhattan is almost the same thing as like an old fashioned. I was gonna say it's oh, a little yeah. bit sweeter though. Like old fashioned, are a little bit too bland for me, too uh, smoky. I like uh, I like uh, Manhattans and dude, every time I like have a Manhattan, I forget how quickly they fuck me up. <laughs> I had two last night at the dinner table, and I'm like, we go to get up. And well, like, did you eat anything before? Oh yeah, you? we had we had yeah we had like this big ass pretzel. It was at a German restaurant, so we had a lot of German food. So we had this big ass pretzel. Was the liquor consumed before the food got to the table? Uh, half of a drink. Okay. So yeah. not that much. No. Okay. No, not much. Not much. Like, I was sipping on it. And, uh, yeah, it was like, uh, we go to get up, and I'm like, oh, shit, man. You're like, they make these strong here. And I, yeah, and I realized, like, on the way home, because then we went to Hoffbrauer House, and I had a couple more whiskeys, just regular whiskeys, on the, on the rocks, though, and water. And uh, I was driving home. I'm like, I'm slurring my words a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, son of a bitch. I go, this is this is pretty bad. And I always forget how oh, messed up I get with like two two Manhattans will get me pretty lit. Just two, and I'm like, wow, man. I don't drink that much now, so I mean, one drink will get me. I'm like, ooh, okay, this is yeah. interesting. Feeling like you're a cheap yeah. date. I am. I really am at this point. <laughs> That's good. good. Not much. Fantastic. You know, don't don't need a lot to get to me now. So. Don't need a lot to get those pants off. Nope. <laughs> nope. Here, nice. take this. Sweet. Yeah, all right. Hey, there you go. Yeah, so mine's to look sophisticated and kind of a badass, I always have a Manhattan, you know. I'm doing I just like ordering yeah. it, too. I just like, like doing things on the rocks. On the rocks, yeah. Or on the rocks are neat. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think if I were to order one of those, if I were to order a drink, with a name, it'd be either Old Fashioned or White Russian. Okay. Those are the two that I nice. enjoy. Nice, man. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's really good. 
Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to ask you. That was the that was the question. Just wanted to see, you know. So what uh, what did you have now that you got so excited for a moment ago? <laughs> what is your favorite? Oh. What's the word? Uh, what's the favorite road? Your favorite road to drive into the city on for the landscape. For so lands. like yeah, at the, I guess the way I think of it mainly is going to be the big ones. So like Lakeshore Drive coming from the north down. Um, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's like there's Lakeshore Drive coming from the north. There's Lakeshore yeah. Drive coming from the south. Right? right. Like when you go into Grant Park, right. I would say you can say coming in from fifty five to ninety. I like coming. There's coming south mm-hmm. on ninety ninety four as well. So like there's yeah. obviously varying angles is right. my point. What what do you like? What's your favorite drive in? Well, of the city. Are we are we are we talking about accessible where it's like it gets you to everywhere? Or are we talking about like viewpoints? Viewpoints, dude. Okay. I'm talking like like they use the one like coming Lakeshore Drive around the bend. Yeah. You know that area. So oh, like yeah. maybe a mile or two before that, they use that a lot like in movies to showcase like parts oh, of the yeah. skyline, right? Like kind of like that. Yeah. We can talk about what's accessible and what's not right. later, but just like from strictly strictly viewpoint, what. Well, is your favorite there's two and there's there's different reasons okay now the one because you got to think i come from the south side so i rarely drive in the city from the north we do well we both come from the south right side. so i i really don't there do was one time i can listeners i don't even know do any, like any of your friends no right. if i get if i get my tucker my my tucker my buddy tucker on board with listening to this shit might be able to might be able to, we'll have a north side so i gotta i keep forgetting to tell him about it but he's not a big He's a big like a uh, sports fan. Yeah, a big Chicago fan. He loves Chicago. Like he, yeah, you know. But he's more of a car guy. But I mean, he's but it, his biggest thing is baseball. Loves like he could tell you Cubs and the Sox are in the playoffs. And he is a he's a Sox fan. That's lives interesting. On the north side. Lives yeah. on the north side. He's a Sox exactly. fan. Okay. Well, he grew up in I believe he grew up in um, I forget where he grew up in. It's now it's a horrible neighborhood. <laughs> but anyways, so the viewpoints driving in. So like I said, I don't know much about the north, but. Uh, you know, driving in was a ninety ninety four from the north. I think that's the weakest one from the. It's almost to me. It's almost like the back side of it. I really don't like it. Okay. Like driving south almost seems like the front of Chicago, and driving, like driving from the south heading north seems like the front of Chicago. Gotcha. Okay. Driving north heading south seems like the back side of it. But I think that's just say that's where I live. Spatial awareness. Yeah. yeah because exactly. of where you're from. Yeah. So my two, I love taking the Dan Ryan out because. So that's you're driving that's straight. That's 1994, right? Yeah, 1994. You're I driving straight. And as you get closer and closer, it starts to appear. You know, the city appears and yeah. it gets bigger and bigger and more, more detailed, more depth. And then when you're making the turn to go around and into the loop, you, you know, you pan over off to your right and it's everything's right there. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. The other one is, yes, driving on Lakeshore Drive um, past, you know, Soldier Field and everything, mm-hmm. past uh, Millennium and, you know, the Michigan Mile, because you can see the Michigan Mile from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, uh, that's that's uh, just freaking awesome. There was one time I was going up north uh, for this vintage garage sale at 5051 North Broadway. Okay. And uh, it, was, it was like a nice fall day where clear blue sky, sun was out, and you had those thick clouds passing over. So, I mean, the clouds look like they're almost drawn, like, yeah. perfectly you know they yeah, weren't yeah, like yeah. feathery and i mean it was just it was amazing driving out you see just the glimmer of all all the buildings 
everything was still green with a little bit of turning on the uh, on the trees. It the was leaf, amazing. The leaf scale. Yeah, yeah, but the grass was still nice and green. It looked, and then you had the lake on the other side, glimmering, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Man, I loved that. I'm like, and I remember driving in saying, saying to my like, I'm driving by myself. I'm like, see this, this right here. This is fucking why I'm never going to move out of this fucking city. Yep. I go, this looks way too awesome. Exactly. It's way too cool, and it's right in my backyard. That's, that was, yep, that's my you know, point. To I'm like, like I can't this. do it. I can't do it. I would do, I would, I like, I like them all. Have you done, have you done 290 in? I'm sure you've done 290. I've done 55 in, because when I used to go to the old GF's house from work, I drove 55 all the way in. That's yeah. pretty cool, especially at night. Yeah. Because everything's lit up and it, it winds you around. You got that big loop around where it goes into the yep. loop where 9094 uh, comes into. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where... Oh, that's man. a bitch right now. It is, oh, it's terrible. That, that it's terrible. That is a bitch between that and, like, the Jane. Yeah. Oh, Jane Burton. Yeah, that's the only problem. But, I mean, my, you're, you're, it's expected. drive. My it's expected, yeah. But once in a while, like, I've I've gone in the Jane Burton, like, into the Jane Burton, because that's where I used to go all the time. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, and if you make see, it... I'm, like, seeing it get built. It's... And yeah. it's like iteration two because yeah. it's been built, right. but they're they're right. adding on to it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But if here? you if you get it at the right time, man, uh, there's sometimes where I'm driving. I'm like, I can't believe there's nobody here. Look, 55 Holy is only fuck. busy from the hours of two in the morning until 1:53 in the morning. Okay, right? Yeah. There's, there's Wait, a, two in the morning until 1:53. There's a very there's a there's a small seven minute sweet are you spot. Going, are, why are you going backwards? There's a small no. There's a small seven minute sweet spot. Right. But you said from two in the morning till one fifty three in the morning. That's weird. That's what do you? you what would you say? I would have said. You, I thought you would have said from one fifty three in the morning till two in the morning because no, that would only be seven goes. minutes. No. So what do you? No, dude. So two a.m. till two. one a.m. The, the next day. morning. Yes, that's how fucked up fifty five is. There's always fucking traffic on that bitch. Always. Okay. Always. I hate it. I hate that. So it's 23 hours and... Wait, 23 hours and 53 minutes of just shit? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. There's a prime... Like I said, there's a prime seven-minute window, okay? That that you're like, wow, this highway is great. But, like, the second you get past Cicero, you're like, ah, here we go. Like, here comes comes the the douchebaggery. Here comes the the dumb fuck. Sometimes, but sometimes, I mean, yeah, it slows down quite a bit. But it slows down because when you're doing 80, 85 on the Dan Ryan, yeah, you know, 30 miles an hour seems a bit slow, but you're still moving. It's not gridlock, you know? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fucking 55 is a goddamn parking lot, okay? Oh, 55, yeah. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking 90, going in. 90, isn't half bad because I've taken 90, yeah. Um When I lived downtown, I would go mm-hmm. north. So even that one, that one was pretty sweet. Yeah. They all have their benefits. I think I think 290, if you're coming in on 290, it's the same kind of idea as like okay. 55, because I get 55 daily. That's my daily drive into the city. Got it. So you do get to see it's weird, because I start out on Harlem. You're like, Harlem, okay, that's not like super duper far, right? It's right. 7,200, but it's still 7,200. That's still, right. what is that, 5, 6, 12, how many miles is that? 7,200 from where? From zero. It's, it's eight city blocks, so it's nine miles. Right there we go. That's yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because um, yeah, that's Harlem is 7200 west, right, right, of zero in the city. So like, yeah. 
It's not super far, but it's fucking far, so you get to start seeing it. Same thing with 290. I think yeah. 290 is really cool. When I would, uh, like, house sit for my sister, she was off of Mannheim in 290. Okay. So that's, uh, I believe that's 9,600. That's 12 miles. I believe. Okay. Whatever. I don't, we, you don't need to know the specifics, but same thing, like, you see it all just, like, starting to come into interview. Focus and everything, yeah. There's something cool about coming south, coming from the north into the city on the south, yeah. to the south side of both Lakeshore and 9094, because you get this, like, weird, like, ring around or, like, bend where, like, you kind of come over a hill. Yeah. Because you, you can see the skyscrapers sort of peeking over, like, right. this bit. So then you kind of drive over this hill. Oh, da 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 To remember this house we go? Like that? Like, you, like, see, you're like, holy fuck. And then, like, they all just, like, pan out. And you're yeah. like, whoa, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, it's like all of a sudden it just drops out. Yeah, you're like, exactly. Oh, exactly. Shit, there it is. Yeah. Fuck, I wish I was paying more attention on my daily drives in the morning. Because I would be able to tell you if we were on it. Like, this is yeah. right, right now. Right here is where I would every day, same thing. I'm just driving yeah. by myself. I'm like... And this is why I pay the taxes I do. God fucking damn it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't. I, that's how they get you. That's how they suck you in. It's like, oh, those buildings are pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, I think it's neat. Um, I would say that. I would say, I think, if I had to say my favorite one, it was, it, it's that one on 9094 because I got to do it every day. That's awesome. It was, it was, yeah. a, it was daily into my, my job. And it's also really cool to see the elevation changes go on in the highways and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because you go from above buildings to the uh, sunken highway area oh, yeah, of the city, where it's, right. it's pretty crazy. It's cool to see all that shit. And then like, there's also the express lanes, which that's what fucking fifty five needs is a goddamn express it does. lane. You're right. Um, You're right. I I agree. Yeah. There's. I mean, even going out of the city on fifty five is ridiculous. It's a too. bitch, dude. Yeah. Fifty five every day going home. Lucky it's man. always I am my the corridor. That's the busiest is from the interchange of 9094 yeah. to like Cicero. And that is pretty much my drive. <laughs> That's it. Shit. I have to go to like Harlem. I could get off on Cicero if I wanted, but like yeah. Harlem makes a little bit more sense because it flows easier and I don't have to deal with the fucking bridge. Right. But, or uh, I also don't have to deal with Midway. But anyway, it's, I'm like, Pretty That's true. it. That's it. I just. If there's no traffic on 55, my drive is yeah. 20 minutes to work. It, it was like 20 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. not bad at all, man. That's a good commute. Huh. Yeah, but with traffic, it's 45 to an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of, that's a, that puts a damper on it. One, one of these days, like, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> at night, because I'm a fanatic with the other car. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm a fanatic with the other car, and I don't like, you know, getting on the highway with it because I hate rocks and shit. Okay. Chip in the paint, yeah. possibly. But one night, I'm, like, going to just go out there at, like, 1, 2 in the morning and just rip down Lakeshore Drive. Put okay. the tops off and just rip down Lakeshore Drive in that car. And just, you know, and then it, maybe on the way back, like, hit the tunnel on uh, the, you know, when you're in the Jamburn Interchange, that tunnel that's really long, and go underneath there, you know, as you're going mm -hmm. around. Are you coming from the north? Well, it's it, underneath it goes, the buildings and shit you're yeah, talking? Yeah, basically, yeah. That little bit of a bend before you yeah. hit, like, President's Row? Yeah, yeah. Before you hit uh, like Washington and Fulton yeah. and stuff, and it's it's just so yeah. I, you know, yeah, I know take Lakeshore Drive up, come back down and take that back, yeah. so I can it just be super fucking loud in there. That'd be cool. Be so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, I might do that like just one night, probably not this week or, or you know possibly not this year because there's a there's a mile stretch 
down in, I think that's considered Payless. It's between Ridgeland and Harlem. Uh-huh. 135th. Okay. It's Forest Preserve. Yeah. That mile track, mile bit, no one's there, like, ever. So, so long as, so long as a deer doesn't come out and get right, you. Right, right. You're pretty safe. Do it at night. That way people aren't, like, on the fucking Forest Preserve trails. The trails, yeah, the bike trails, yeah. But, like, dude, when we had, uh, sorry, Dad, when we had the GTI. Oh, oh, here we go. I took that thing on that mile stretch. I mean, it was my car, I'm pretty sure. They gave it to me. But I took that thing on that mile stretch, dude. I got it up to, like, 130. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. amazing. That car, in my defense, was also the car one year I drove down to school in it. I made it down... U of I, from where I lived, from the Payless area, about two hours. Yeah. I made it down in, like, an hour and 28 minutes. I texted my family, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down already, blah, blah, blah. My mom goes, your father says you're not supposed to be there yet. I was like, oh, yeah, I was... Uh, was Great traffic. I was, going, I was going a little fast on the highway. Dude, I would look down at times, 100, 105. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I should slow down. So average, maybe let's knock it down to about 90, 95 is probably your average speed? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you get pulled over, man. That's a reckless driving. That's not a speeding ticket. That's that thing, reckless driving. That thing driving. was a go-kart, man. That thing was a go-kart yeah. with a rocket engine. <laughs> man. Power to rate ratio. The old, the old GTI, five speed. Could yeah. never get first to second to stick the, the way I wanted it to. Could never get the smooth shift. Oh, it sucked. It taught me a lot. Hey, man. You still got up to 130. It taught me a lot. That's right. You know, we haven't... That's the thing. It's like... All these podcasts, we, we haven't talked anything about Chicago. That's the first thing we talked about, like the city, the actual city and everything, you know? Yeah. Well, I was that's, that's at... actually a very good... I like that question. I like that. That's really good. Because, I mean, even... Um, so I also think about... I would get to do it probably now. The ba- the branch that I was going to go to before I ended up putting my two-week in is over in the Navy Pier area. So Ooh. it's off of... Uh, it's, by, it's right off of Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. So I would be able to take Lakeshore Drive home, Lakeshore Drive to 55. There's that bit where you see the museum campus. Yeah. And I What's wild is how that setup is. It looks like you're going to drive right in... If you're further on back... It looks like you can drive right into the museum, yep. and then just boom. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, crazy. "Oh, there it goes!" You're like, "Oh shit!" And then, like, there's Northerly Isle down there. It's a really, yeah. and it's a really neat area now. I remember Northerly Isle is right by a Planetarium. It's on the same Northern, big Northerly U-strip. Isle on the yeah. south side of the city. Yeah, it's on the same big U strip as the Planetarium. Batman. What? It said, "Riddle me that, Batman." Nor- there, Northerly right? Northerly Isle on the south side of the city. Hey man, never said we were smart. I guess you're right. <laughs> I don't know, but that that alone, you're like, whoa, that's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. And then I remember, so the chick I was dating in high school, they had their prom at the Field Museum. Oh. So like, I got to go to it two years because we did junior and senior prom. You get to go to their prom as a junior or a senior, so okay. we went there twice. And that view, man, ooh, I just remember like sitting out there, like this is fucking sweet. Like, yeah. This city's crazy. It's you know, freaking like, awesome, man. Um, that view's awesome. If you are lucky enough to like get out on the lake, mm-hmm. that's oh, pretty yeah. sweet. Um, I think yeah. if you're over by the aquarium, that like mm-hmm. that lawn area, and you get to see the the city, that yeah, one's right behind sweet. it. Offset, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and the aquarium is just just that that white. I don't know, almost like white granite building, and oh, then everything shit, else yeah. behind it is just the 
just the structure of the whole isn't that you're gonna I, I still haven't read the book but isn't that aren't those some of the sites for the world's fair from no. devil in white city there's only one only there's one. only one building that's left standing Which from the chicago it? world's fair it's a museum of science and industry for real yeah the msi that's where it was that's it how was, far south it was yeah i thought the world's fair was nope up by the museum campus. No shit. All that, all that area, like when you take South Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, I don't. North, I, don't I almost never. All go back South there. Lake that was Drive. where it was, and off the, uh, off the the, the lake and everything, and the lagoons and all that stuff. Because that used to be the that was the old fine arts building, because they all had names. Each building had a name. Right. And that was yeah. the fine arts building. There were, there were what like twelve. I think there were like twelve or fourteen. Main yeah, buildings. it was. It was about that. Yeah. The other big one I remember it was. It was almost like a college, right? Because there was like an administration building. Yep. There was a transportation building. The yep. fine arts. Yeah, I remember we. I learned about it in my yep. which architecture class, which architecture history. You would have loved some of these architecture oh, history I probably courses, dude. Yeah, oh. Absolutely. There was one I did. Uh, Greek, ancient Greek architecture. Yeah. That was really cool. But it was also one of those classes where, like, the professor was like, so, yeah, like, I need you to know, like, the name, date, when it happened, the, like, medium and all that shit. And I'm like, bro, I just need this for my minor at right. this point. I was like, I've already transferred out of architecture. Like, suck a dick. Like, just, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, just hook, hook me up. Just, like, give me a seat. Yeah. Like. No, that, if you, if you go to the MSI, that's why everyone thinks it was the Field Museum. Field Museum was built differently. So was the Art Institute and everything. This mm-hmm. used to be so... The Fine Arts Building, which is now MSI, mm-hmm. um, you would enter from the lagoon. So if you're at the MSI, you know where like the train is and everything, and you see the double doors and the lagoons out there, mm-hmm. that used to be the front of the building. Now you enter from the parking garage underneath it, you know, and you go up the stairs or the elevator, and then you hit the, the landing where you get your tickets and everything. But yeah. before, that's where you would get up. And on that landing there, those steps where the lagoon is... Um, that's where they would they would pull up in the gondola and they bring you to it. The what? Gondola. Gondola. The, I say gondola. Gondola. <laughs> whatever. And the gondoliers <laughs> would bring you up there. But the lions that are now in front of the Art Institute were the lions in front of the MSI because it was the Fine Arts Building. Okay. So those are the same lions. Those lions are from the 1893 Columbian Exposition. That's Another really thing cool. that's still available now. That's still being used, and it, they're in front of the uh, Art Institute of Chicago. You know. Now I'm gonna take a, a bit of a spur spur track here off the off of the path. I'm gonna go into the art since you were talking about the art museum. Yeah. Do you? What is your like art of choice? I know you like the '50s, but if we're talking like history and all that shit, do you like like the modern art museum? I remember going to that one with who the fuck did I go with? I don't fucking remember, but we went there. That was kind of cool. There was I, some interesting. There were some interesting pieces, but like, or do you more prefer, like, like the classical paintings? Like, what, what, what do you like? I guess. Uh, do you the like genres that I like? Is the uh, uh, the Gothic genre, which uh, I think his name is. Uh, it was a German name. I think it's uh, something. Uh, Ivankov and he did the Dorian Gray painting which is at the Art Institute and it's pretty cool and the other style that I love is um, like I'm not I never got into Andy Warhol I never got into Picasso Uh, Van Gogh was a little do you prefer like uh, 
photography? I like photography. I would love... Uh, I like photography a lot. Um, but my favorite style of uh, painting and my favorite artist is uh, Salvador Dali. I love surrealistic art. Okay. Surrealistic, that's the, that's the way to go. And there are a few Salvador Dali paintings in the Art Institute. And I know the Dorian Gray painting is there. There's a few other things. I mean, there's plenty. I went there when they had the uh, Van Gogh exhibit. So all of his original artwork was at the Chicago Art Institute and I went there to see it and I mean it was a big he's got a lot of stuff it was a big yeah. exhibit and the one <clears throat> where he did a he painted a portrait of his bedroom is that uh, the one where like shit's melting no okay. he didn't do anything melting that's Salvador Dali mostly did the melting clocks okay melting sorry stuff. I, I might have Van Gogh was the guy who cut his ear off got it okay yeah. I was gonna say he did Starry Night alright gotcha, gotcha so he painted a, I got crossed there okay yeah. sorry he painted a, a portrait of his of his uh, his bedroom in his apartment, and just you know, just painted it. Yeah, that's one of his things, and he, he painted multiple versions of it. Well, they at the Art Institute they did an original recreation of his of the painting of his uh, of his bedroom mm-hmm. in like a little uh, you know a little room there. Yeah, and you could actually pay to spend the night in that, really? in that's that crazy. bedroom. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. My, uh, the girl I was seeing, she's like, do you want to do that? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let's do it. I'm like, that'd be awesome, you know? And she looked it up. It was like, the booking was just re- uh, ridiculous because I, I think the, uh, the, the exhibit was only there for a month. They usually, when they have the big exhibits of certain artwork, I think it was only there for about a month. And yeah. she's like, the other thing is she's like, it's expensive. I'm like, yeah, but it's still be cool. You know? <laughs> I'm like, you know, we... We could bang him. Vince Van goes bad. That'd be pretty awesome. It's uh, like, do you pro- think you would? Pro- they probably don't like. Yeah, you she's that. like, are you serious? She's like, do you think that? I'm like, eh, you know what? Whatever. You give somebody else a show. They probably don't let you. Well, do it's that. at night. Nobody's there in the museum except for probably the curator. And they still probably don't let you do that. Though. I know. Whatever, man. You know, don't you know? Don't shit on my dreams. I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> just, just saying. It'd be a lot cooler if I did, though. <laughs> But yeah, it's surrealistic art. Did you look up uh, the Ivankov, I think? Uh, I did, but there's a couple of different ones, so I don't know. Let me... The Dorian Gray is a... It's almost like six feet tall. It's a full um, picture. Called... Dorian Gray. Yeah. Is it Gray G-R-A-Y or G-R-E-Y? I think it's A-Y. I don't... I don't know. Time. We'll have to... You'll have to look it up, because I don't know what I'm what I'm looking at here alright I'll look it up give me a sec here so that style is almost like uh, I forget what like uh, what do they call it gothic um, ah shit ah damn it I can't think of it I'm trying to Dorian this is a really great podcasting I'm sorry I should be filling the dead air but I don't really know what to to. talk about great painting Uh, I'm not I'm not a an art buff to be completely yeah. honest. So, you know. I did I yeah, did the it. did the architecture shit, but the Art Institute of Chicago. I'll show you a picture of it. So this is the Dorian Gray painting. It's probably about six feet tall. The coloration of it is just ridiculous. Okay. Alright, what the fuck is this? Whoa. It's Dorian Gray. Well, that's pretty trippy, dude. Oh, I mean you know the story of Dorian Gray, correct? No. Dorian Gray, there was a painting that was so, uh, it was a self, not a self-portrait, but it was a portrait of Dorian Gray, and it was done so well that he uh, became immortal, and the painting would age. 
that's why you see all the skin falling off the face. And okay. Everything. So the painting would age, and he wouldn't. The only thing that would happen is everything happened in a painting, he would die. You know. So okay, that's, that's pretty trippy. Yeah, that's cool. So I forget it's it's gothic something. I wish they had it. I wish they had the the. the but I know Ivan Albright. That's who it is. Okay. That is the artist, uh, and if you look at a lot of his other stuff, you can actually tell uh, his artwork just by looking at the Dorian Gray painting. You can actually tell his artwork. Um, it's all. It's very similar. His style and everything. It's actually okay. like the coloration and everything. Yeah. It's very gothic, dark colors, with a little bit of reds and greens here and there, and everything is very, you know, grotesque. Very, it's actually very, very Halloween. Very, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I, and that's another one of my favorite artists is Ivan Albright. I just forgot his name though. But yeah, that's and that's actually at the uh, Chicago Art Institute, which is why the Chicago Art Institute is actually ranked the number one art museum to go to in the world. Really. Yes. Where the, Where is that? Where Where's your facts on that one, Tom? Uh, my uh, this girl that I was dating, she knew all about all that stuff, and she's been to a whole bunch of museums. And I'm not saying artists and people who go to museums rank that. This is ranked by people who uh, enjoy artwork. So it's the fans, and they said gotcha. that it's okay. actually ranked one just because of the the priceless pieces that are in there too. They said it's yeah. actually ranked over the Louvre too, because the Louvre, the Louvre, from what I've heard, like the Louvre. There's Spelled not as much art. stuff in there. It's a beautiful, like I mean, you got uh, Leonardo's in there, Da Vinci's in there, and stuff like that. But you don't have like the amount that's in the Art Institute. I mean, there's something within every four feet. Right. There's priceless yeah. artwork in there. It's ridiculous. I mean, you have, and we have all of them. There's there's a couple of Van Goghs that are in there. Um, there's uh, you know the the American Gothic of a few of those. Mm-hmm. Are there? Is the American Gothic the like farmer picture? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, I believe, Edward Munch's scream is in Chicago Art Institute. Okay. Uh, that's there. You have like a, there's a couple Monets in there. You have Salvador Dali there. Ivan Albright's in there. I mean, there's quite a few. Uh, uh, Andy Warhol. Um, like I said, I didn't like that. There are Picassos in there. You know, Van Gogh, I think there's one Van Gogh from his blue period. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. I, I, it would take you forever to walk through. The other thing that they have is they have old school furniture from, uh, I, I can't even tell you the years, you know, from like yeah. the 14th, 15th century. You have uh, armory there, weapons, you know, a whole bunch of different things you can go see from all over the country. I mean, there's like... It's just the armory there from like Indiana Jones. Status. Oh, it, like ridiculous! Jones it's it's style amazing stuff at that point. It's amazing, man. I mean, if you and it would take you forever. It would take you if you were there and you wanted to see everything and actually look at each individual piece. You'd be there for days, eight hour days. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be a while, and it's it's actually pretty cool. They're pretty cool. I mean, the building itself is really cool too. The way everything's laid out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can go there and have they have parties there, and at night you can go there and you know party with the creme de la creme. You know, <laughs> with the people that matter. Yeah, right. No, no, the people that you and I would probably get annoyed by, but you never know. There might be one or two that are like you or I there. You know, Southsiders that just enjoy our work and want to be there and have the money to do it. Like, hey, you know, we're single guys, no kids. Might as well go to one of those parties. You know, what are you doing a Friday night? I'm just gonna go to this gala. Like, do yeah. you support it? I don't really know what we're doing. I just yeah, right. 
fuck it, there's art. Yeah. My buddy told me there would be booze. There's art and there's free drinks, that's it. Yeah. Sign me up. 400 a ticket. All right. Fuck it. But just to be there in a, in a small group would be also really cool. You know what I yeah. mean? Because you don't, you know, you go there on like a Saturday or Sunday, fucking A, dude. You're just waiting in line to see certain pictures. Right. And that's, that. when we went, we went there for the Van Gogh exhibit. And they, you know, you were in like this huge group and you'd go see a little bit at a time. And we were both like, there were, we were, it was cool, but there were so many people you couldn't get up close enough. You know what I mean? Like you're looking at these paintings from afar and we're just like, and then we saw a few other things that we wanted to see. Like, Hey, I want to see like the Salvador Dali painting on this floor and you find yeah. it and everything and you go see it. Yeah. If there's certain cool. things you want to see, I mean, you, you have the map and you, you know, and that's the way to do it if you want something that you specifically want to see. Right. But if right. you just want to go there and hang out and look at everything, yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, and especially when there's a lot of people there. That's why I think if you want to go see all the stuff, one of those galas, as you so called put it, yeah, probably be the way to do it. You know? And you don't have to wait for the ja- other jag off people. They're sitting there with the glasses like, well, I like the color and that. Shut the fuck up, man. Just look at the painting and move on. Do you, you know? do you like to do that shit? Do you like to analyze artwork? Do you like to analyze books and like movies and shit? Uh, I, yeah, I do like to analyze it, but not as in depth. Like, the, if if there's a certain piece of artwork that grabs me, I'm like, I have to tell myself and talk to myself on why it it, it attracts me more than the other pieces there. You know what I mean? So, like, what are your reasons then? For like, like, give me, give me an example. Okay, like uh, that one that I just showed you, yeah. I have an Albright one. I just yeah. thought it was so cool because when you look at it from afar, from where you just saw, you know, I, I thought the Dorian Gray painting was like smaller, and then mm-hmm. she's like, oh, here it is, and I turn, and the thing's like six feet tall. It's, it's huge. Right. It's huge, and it's in like this really ornate frame and everything. It's really cool, and what's wild is you look at it, you're like, wow, that's. There's a, the colors just attract you, the way he separates the colors, you know? Yeah. But the other thing is when you look up to it, there is so much detail and different things that you're not going to see it from afar. Like the skin peeling off his face, and there's certain things inside there. The other things that are around him, when you look at it, it just looks like designs. But when you walk up to it, there's more depth and it's something else. It's just a really cool painting. Like I'm like, why do I like this one so much? But it's the colors that attract me there. Gotcha. And just the grotesque. Does it evoke like certain emotions in you? Is it one of those no, things? not really. I just it, it does. <laughs> it it I, I will say this: like going there and seeing stuff that I really enjoy liking motivates me to like start drawing and everything. Okay, you know, like I want to go home and just start sketching a few things here and there. Which yeah. I got to work on my buddy's artwork that he wants for a sign made for his gym. So I got to work on that. <laughs> which I have like rough drawings, but stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I like you know. I want to take a few more art classes once all this Rona shit stops. You know, I'm probably going to go back to art. Art what classes. Kind of art classes. Tell me about those. I've always, I've always had this weird thought. When I was in high school, I had this friend of a friend where she wanted, she was going to school to be a writer, and I yeah. never really understood that. And I think I'm finally now starting to understand it a little bit more. But even then, still, there are sometimes where I'm just like, the fuck, like, dude, you're either a good writer or you're not. Like, what do you need to go to school for it? You know, so like what kind of art, like what kind of classes would you take? Well, I took classes, you know, I was in a lot of art classes at my high school and I was at a a few shows for Murray Valley. The classes that I took at Murray Valley, you know, other than the art appreciation classes, which is like the history of art and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and actually somewhat architecture as well. 
Um, the other stuff was just painting and drawing. You know, you got like your basic ones and then it kind of builds from there. You know what I mean? Where once you start getting your skills together, then you learn a little bit more depth, more shading. And then like uh, they teach how to do uh, proportions of stuff at drawing people. I was never going to draw in people. I'm awful. You know, Yeah. that's why surrealistic art is so easy for me because if you fuck up, it's like, well, that's how it's supposed to be. That's the way I look <laughs> at it. Yeah. And it's probably like anybody else who's like really into art would probably, you know, like I'd probably get the shit kicked out of me. Not by an art major, but you know, <laughs> but it's still like they would probably be mad. Like the person to talk to would probably be my cousin. Uh, she went to Columbia Art School. She's a very okay. good like cartoonist, and cool. Uh, she wants to work for Disney, and I think she's in a few. She graduated, but I think she's got her foot in the door in a few places where nice. uh, she doesn't leave. So is I guess. Let me let me go back and say that I don't really hold that belief anymore. Right, like you need yeah. to practice to be good at shit, so I can understand why you yeah. need to go to school for anything. Because even. Like, I texted you that I'm like I kind of want to like start dabbling in drawing. Oh yeah, like, I know, dude. I suck. That's one of the biggest reasons I stopped in architecture. Anyways, like because right. there was a lot, a lot more. <clears throat> excuse me. There was a lot more um, subjectivity in yeah. in architecture than I preferred for okay. some for for a lot of things. There was way more art involved. Where I was like, dude, the fuck, like. Right. I I hold the idea. Uh, it's way more like function over form form over yeah. function i want it to work first and i don't right. really give a fuck like if it's balancing on one individual pillar you know what i mean right like, I, don't, I don't care so much about the uh meaning behind the reasoning for for some sort of shit but, i got you uh yeah no i don't hold that belief anymore <laughs> that yeah i suck at drawing um and i was that is even just like growing and getting older i'm like you know like, you don't need to, like, be super good at everything you do. Like, right. maybe I just want to just, like, doodle and, like, they're not good. Like, but who cares? Like, it's fun. You know, like... Yeah, I'd say you take a few blowing classes at Moraine. Shit, dude, you could, you could just learn all that stuff on YouTube. Yeah, it's true, but, you know, I like... You know, that's you talking. You know, I'm old school. I like the hands-on work and everything. Like, my art teacher in, in high school was the best. She was amazing. Yeah. She was a very good artist, too, but... She was, you know, she was really motivating and, uh, she was actually, you know, she always, she always made you draw what you wanted to draw. Like she didn't give you, she gave you assignments, but right. she's like, you need to draw what you feel and what you, not emotionally, but what, like a lot of my drawings from high school, somehow there was always hockey incorporated in it. <laughs> Even if you wouldn't notice it, like I'd have to point it out to you, but it was like kind of hidden in there. Yeah. There was always something hockey related okay. in there. And, like, that transpired to a lot of different artwork, you know, and shit like that. But So I feel a lot with, like, writing. Yeah. I feel that it always makes me... Not always. It's, I find it interesting when people want to start talking about, like, symbolism and shit and, like, yeah. books and artwork and stuff because I like to analyze that. But it's also extremely subjective, A, based off of what the writer or the artist was feeling or wanting to trying right. to convey at the time, right? Right. But then also under what lens you're viewing right. or reading it at the time. Exactly. You know, like, yours so that's yours and my view could be thing. different. Like, oh, I think he meant this. And you could be like, no, I meant this. And then you're like, oh, you know, I didn't think of it that way. Even down to the point, though, like, we can have different views one day, but then I can come back to the same painting in a completely different set of mind, completely right. different mind frame and be like, right. oh, that's what, like... Like, yeah. I'll take, uh, I'll give you the biggest example, uh, Harry Potter. 
Yeah, I was reading when I read Harry Potter as a kid. I didn't really pick up on the just like gross. Uh, what's the word? Distinction between like muggles and those with with powers, and then like right. the kids that were like half breed almost like okay those divisions i was like whoa this is like way more legit and like i read it a completely different way oh, I see. at like 23 24 25 than i did at like 14 right you know what i mean so it's just weird well that's also going from being a kid into adulthood too like if right, you were to read it now you probably different probably be, right it'd probably be similar though now than when you read it when you were like in your early 20s you right know what I mean? yeah so like if you read it in your 30s it probably be a little bit more similar than when you read it, read it from 20s right. as being a kid yeah right right right, right. yeah i, I find it that. if i find those uh they're they're fun little exercises to like go back and do even just like the little 200 page books that you read as a kid you're right. like ooh, let's pick right. this up and see what's what this is all about oh yeah there was one time i i, I talking about like you know thinking subjectively about a piece of work and analyzing it so one it was a one point perspective drawing that I did of like this uh, an area at Moraine Valley in the in the art building, and uh, I made this really cool uh, diamond pattern on the carpeting, you know, mm-hmm. where it faded as it got closer and it got more depth as it went out. So it was really weird. And then uh, you know the the ceiling above it, like I said, I focused on one door and everything came straight to the door. Right. And the ceiling above it was like kind of plain. I'm like, I got to put something up there. That just looks too boring. So I'm like, well, fuck it. So I drew like almost like a hole, like it's like a part of the ceiling and broken out, you know, and just drew, drew like eyes, like cat-like eyes inside there. And everything else is black. All you see are just the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put up my artwork and the whole class is analyzing it and they, they turn back to me. See, this is how, this is why I'd never be an artist, you know, I'm not one of those artists. I like analyzing, but I'm not like yeah that type of artist, you know, or right. like, it's really you know you, you didn't put wrong some motion. you didn't put some sort of meaning behind literally well, everything see, in the painting, which is why I'm gonna say <laughs> this is pretty funny. So they're like, Ooh, you know, I like the eyes up there. Like, so what does the eyes symbolize? Like somebody always watching you and blah blah blah. I'm like, no. I go as a matter of fact, I you know the ceiling looked a little boring, so I just put that in there to <laughs> fill it in a little bit better. I go, it, it wasn't balanced for me enough. I go, so I just I thought that was just pretty cool. And they're like, like. They're like, we like our explanation. Yeah, total loss of words. Like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Like, I let them down, you know? I'm like, well, fuck you guys, you know? I go, whatever. I'm like, fuck you. I go, I "I don't care what you think. I go, that's that's my honest opinion. I could have given you a whole bunch of bullshit list stuff and made up stuff. I go, but no, I'm going to be totally honest. Here's what it means. I thought it looked a little plain. It wasn't balanced. So I was like, I'll put a hole in there. And the hole looked a little plain. I'm like... I'll put a couple eyes in there. It looks cool. You know, you see it in like cartoons and scary movies. So I'm like, fuck that. That's what's going to go there. Like that's, that's, that was the whole premise of the whole thing. Like I'm giving you the honest opinion and they were just totally fucking let down by it. I'm like, all right, well, fuck you guys, you nerds. You know? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And like, that was the end of the explanation of my artwork. They're like, oh, okay. And took it down. I'm like, right. And I saw the other people's artwork and I got to oh, say. That was, that was very nice. Yeah. I saw all the people's artwork. I'm like, dude, mine was way better than that guy's. But they're really like, it, it, like you said, it seemed more like they wanted to analyze than the, it, analyze the painting or the picture, the drawing, because I don't paint. Analyze the drawing more than just looking at it like, wow, that actually looks really cool. 
You know what I mean? I find it interesting. I think it's cool to like kind of look at artwork from that point of view, like whether it be photos or like. Right. I think it's interesting to take it into that vein, but yeah, right. I don't know as though I have it like in me to like go to an art gallery and like be like, right, man, what was what was this motherfucker thinking about when he was making this? Yeah, this right. Thing? Like, like man, this guy was probably fucking stoned off his ass. Exactly. Like, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Like, eh. and I I think it's funny. You can to... almost you can almost smell the weed, man. You... <laughs> I do smell the weed. Where the fuck's it coming from? Yeah. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, I remember I was in high school, I think I was a sophomore, and I did have that, like, kind of debate with my t- English teacher. I was like, dude, like, obviously I didn't say this, but I was like, yo, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, like, writers don't, you're telling me, like, if I sat down and I was, like, a writer by trade, like, I'm going to put conscious thought into everything that I do, and my right. teacher was like, yeah, like, I know, like, some of my friends are writers, like, they do do that. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, because, like, you said that, like, you have writer friends. Well, it's, yeah, it's creative writing. But, means. like, at the same time, like, yo, dude, when I write, sometimes I'm like, if if I say that it's raining, it just sounded good that this scene would be raining. Like, right. I, it doesn't mean, right. like, the rebirth of the character, okay? No. Like, well, some people take it that way, because yeah. I think they're they're just... On the other hand, sometimes I do really like to play into that, like... Subliminal yeah. messaging duality. Like sometimes well, I do. Absolutely. Sometimes I don't know if people do catch it. Probably not because I'm right stupid like this. But like the intros and outros of our our podcast, sometimes like yeah, they mean shit. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. The closing time, the one mm-hmm. time, the other yeah. one, uh, the, the bittersweet symphony one yep. that was good about the Hawks being. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I like. I picked up on it. I like. It I like dualities. Yeah. Yeah. It was dual meanings. How long have we been going for now? Uh, hour, hour and thirteen. Oof. What do you think? You want to you want to cut it off? What do you else? have anything else, Tommy? I don't know. I don't. I, don't I, I actually like that segment of like Chicago, the artwork. I think that was pretty good because we haven't brought up the city that we love, that we grew up in, or not grew up in, specifically in. Yeah. But I we, I mean, we've always gone there. I've been I was going near there since I was a kid. Yeah. I've been close you know? to it. That's why I hate people that are like, you don't know Chicago, you don't grow up in Chicago. I'm like, dude, I used to go there a lot. Yeah. I'm like, don't no, give me that care. shit. Okay. I, got, I still love Chicago. I'm like, and that's why I. Now people telling me that shit as I get older, that's why I read so many books about Chicago and the history of Chicago and the Columbian Exposition because I really find it fascinating. I'm like, well, I want to know more. Right. You know? This stuff is right there for us to see. I'm like, I want to know more about it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, there's still alleyways that still have, like, the cable car tracks on there that you can still see when they when right, some right. of the cable yeah, gets yeah. torn apart. I want to see where that used to be. Was it a famous one? You know what I mean? I mean, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the... You know what I find interesting about cable cars and just, like, trams and shit? Okay, so I play, uh, you know the game, um, SimCity? Yes. Okay, so there's a new, like, there's the next generation of those kinds of games. It's called City Skylines. Same same premise, right? Essentially, the basic idea is you can build a city. Right. Now, you can either do it, like, under the parameters of the game where, like, you have money and, like, you gotta satisfy your citizens as far as, like, the services that you provide them, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, to make a health. building, a, a, you know, right? Like a, you can you can make a like structured a real, city. Yes, you, know you can I mean? make a real city, and like right. I can mess around with like the land values and shit, whatever. There's also the sandbox mode, which is you just go in and do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Now I watch. So it's like, like a dreamlike state, like you can make just weird shit. Or I mean, again, under like the parameters of the game, like it's okay. a city building game. Right. Right. Like you, I can't just like like demons don't spawn. You know, like. 
You have it's right. it's it's basic, you know, like highways, railways. But I'm thinking like a like, like a train goes through a building, like a skyscraper. You wouldn't be you able kind to of yeah, like, like you can do that. Oh, like there cool. there are All you right. can modify the game to yeah. Like, yeah. So I can not unless I don't think it would be like a fucking railway, but yeah, I've done it where like there's a train station in a building, you know, like an yeah. L an L stop in a building, kind of gotcha. like the merchandise mart. But my point is. I'll, I'll watch, like, other people play the game for, like, ideas and inspiration, kind of, like, how to build what I want to build, because right. a lot of my inspiration comes from Chicago, where Chicago is relatively flat, but also oddly layered, if yeah. that makes sense, because there's, like, Upper Wacker, Lower Wacker, we have right. a couple of subway lines, but we also have the L, yeah. um, so I'll watch them to like see like okay how do I like layer on one on top of the other oh the train station too like our train station like Union Station is completely underground which is right. kind of crazy to me especially being so close to water and everything I mean right like, like, there are the still tunnels that run underneath the fucking Chicago River too that's crazy like it goes underneath it yeah because you know? a long time ago uh, the the part of city of Chicago's built on was basically just swampland they had to yeah. build everything up in order to take. That's another thing that's pretty interesting about it is like swampland and all the weight that's actually sitting on this. The foundation that they had to build in order to build the buildings that they have on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. swampland is so soft. I mean, you don't have a good foundation, you know. Right. I mean? It's pretty pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my point, sorry, I keep yeah, forgetting. No, a lot of those, a lot of the builders that I watch love like trams and shit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it. Like, I guess. Right. But I don't know if it's because, like, I just, our city doesn't have them. But I think about, like, like New York doesn't have trams, do they? No. Well, like, the, the Chicago used to have cable cars. They used to, but we don't time. anymore. No, because it, because cars started getting invented. I guess, yeah. I don't know. The only place that I think still has cable cars is San Francisco, I'd say right? San Francisco is the only place that yeah. I know. But, but, I mean, they, that's just for nostalgia purposes. That's just yeah. how it is, you know. But uh, Chicago is because... So many people say it was a big city and everybody has cars. So like, well, we need to accommodate for more of the cars than these cable cars now. Yeah. You know, and that was, that was it. Plus the, you know, the, the elevated train, first ones that have elevated trains and everything. So you have actually have, you know, streets running underneath trains parallel, yeah, that was which is cool. ridiculous. I love you know? that. I love yeah. the L. It's so cool. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. The sound of the city. Phenomenal. I mean, it's just the sound of Chicago. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The elevated trains, all the screeching and everything. Mm-hmm. The thunder as it rolls above you. It's phenomenal. The click clacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> we are some artsy sons of bitches today. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Try and get in, get in touch. Yeah, right. A little more cultured. Yeah, you know. Last <laughs> week we talked about uh, the real estate market. This week we just want to talk about the architecture of the real right, estate yeah. market. You know, it's okay. Yeah, see? All right. Yeah, we touched on a lot of different, a lot of different things. What else you got, Tom? Anything else? No, man, I, I, I'm pretty good. That was actually, you know, I, I like this one. This was good. You said yeah. about all of them, which I love. Because, you know. I'm still waiting for the day when Tom's just like, dude, that one sucked. Yeah, right. Well, see, I wouldn't, I'll, I'll, I'll never say it on the fucking podcast. <laughs> I'll text you like a day later like, yeah, dude, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. What about you, man? Uh... I got nothing else, man. I don't know. I'm uh, start the new job tomorrow. Yeah, so congratulations. I'm excited. We'll have to talk about that, uh, yeah. see the, what the first week is for uh, next weekend and for our next weekend podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, I, I finally get to go back to Monday through Friday. So nice. I don't, I don't work on the weekends anymore. I don't have a day off during the week, which, is, which will be nice. It'll be a little interesting. I'm going to have to... 
oh, definitely yeah. get back into that groove. But yeah, yeah, a new yeah, yeah a new uh, routine and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this also concludes our sixth in a row. Yeah, I think this is the longest streak we've it had. Is. It is six in a row and one extra that Tony and Alex did too. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty. We're, we're doing really well. We did take we took a week off, but we were busy. Yeah. So you know we're 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 cooking with gas nowadays. Time. We're cooking Man, with gas. Yeah. Get ready. Hold on to your butts. I'm gonna. I guess you know what now. Now that we do have uh, a small base of listeners, if you guys yeah. want to email us, yeah. you can email us at tomahawkspod.main at gmail.com. There we go. Nice little plug. There, email yeah. email us all the shit that we got wrong. Right. We're also Please on do. like five or six different platforms now, so you can listen to us on Google, Spotify. Um, iTunes, there's a couple other ones, but those are like the three big ones okay. that I see. So yeah, if uh, if anybody wants to recommend it to someone else, or you know, if they if anybody has any anything that really can't find it, we're we're on a couple of different platforms now. So yeah, spread it out for us, man. Spread it out. Get the word out. Doing pretty well. We've got a, a solid base of like 10, 10 listens yeah, per episode. Pretty good. So pretty cool. Appreciate it. We'll keep it up. So on that note. I'm Tom. I'm Tony. And we're reminding you to keep your fucking sticks down. down.